everybody welcome to the 161st edition of the holy backboard podcast i am dustin here in rip city and i got my man sage here in uh, medford oregon my mom's getting an award tomorrow so i wanted to be there to support her we actually watched a game together for the first time in a long time and it was that part was great yeah there's there's really nothing else to enjoy about that game that i mean straight heartache i mean that I feel so much worse after watching that than I did game one. I saw a lot of good things. I mean, we adjusted slowly, but at least we adjusted. That first game, there were no adjustments. It was like a total, we're just going to play this style of basketball and hope to God it works. At least there were adjustments that took place and some of them actually worked. So we would both agree the defense was stronger in Game 2 than absolutely. it was in Game 1. A- a- absolutely. Would you believe if I told you the Warriors only scored two more points in Game 1 than they did in Game 2? Jesus. Yeah, I, I just had that realization as I was preparing for this podcast. And I'm like, you're almost just shaking your head. Like, what What can you do? Like, CJ was right in, in the pregame. Yeah, you got to play a little bit better defense, but it, it, you have to make shots to beat this team. You have to outscore mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. They have too many counters. Uh, Portland didn't show enough respect to Stephen Clay in game one, and they basically outscored our entire starting five. And I think in game two, we showed too much respect. Yeah. And it honestly, it reminded me of game two of the 2016 playoffs when Steph was out and it was Festus Azili doing what Kevon Looney and Jordan Bell was doing, just catching all of those lobs. Uh, tonight, we really missed Yusuf Nurkic. Um, we would go small and get a stop, but we couldn't grab the rebound. And especially, I felt like in the first half, you know, Portland was playing really well, up 15 going into the break, but Every time they got a second chance point or a second chance, they turned it into buckets. I mean, I counted at least eight in the second quarter alone, and it felt like we should have been up 25 instead of 15. And so I never felt comfortable. And then the vaunted Golden State run before they had Kevin Durant, they were always known as that third quarter team. It came in a big way. Uh, 39-24, they outscored the Blazers. They erased that 15-point lead in, in the bat of an eye. And I give the Blazers credit for weathering that storm. They never got down by more than five points. And in fact, they were up 108-100 with about four minutes to go. And then the wheels just just fell off. Portland, they have to play near perfection Mm. on the road to beat this team. And, you know, they just didn't do it. You know, 13 turnovers, but each one of them felt like a backbreaker. Uh, Seth Curry throwing the ball to Ennis Cantor on the sidelines was, I mean, crushed any momentum. Um, In the first quarter, in the – First and second quarters, the Blazers were hitting shots, getting stops, stringing together plays, getting a rhythm. In that third and fourth quarter, we did just enough to stay afloat, but we rarely could string enough. And when we did, we bumped that lead up to eight points, capped by a Myers-Leonard three. But man, uh, just too many mistakes. Uh, You question a lot of the shots. Portland decided to take down the stretch. Uh, CJ McCollum was ice cold. In the second half, finished 9 of 23 for the game. 
and yet he's shooting the ball with the game on the line. I, I really question Terry Stotts going to that shot out of a timeout, especially when Seth Curry had it locked and loaded. He was four of seven from downtown, a team high plus 13, 16 off of the bench. Um, even Dame was, had, had it going much better than, than CJ, five of 12 from deep and really you, you kind of felt like he was going to hit a, a, a big bucket. So completely disagree with Terry Stotts giving the rock to, to CJ uh, down the stretch. And then you just also have a couple of questionable decisions. Like yes, Evan Turner can handle the ball and he's a good wing defender, but when he gets the ball in the middle of the floor, he's not really a threat to do much. And that lob attempt to, to Myers, I, that's not our game. Whatever yeah. We are not a good lob team. And it was just another wasted opportunity. And, you know, it's hard to harp on this team for where they're at right now. But the fact of the matter is we are in the Western Conference Finals. The level of play intensifies. The quality of opponent increases. You have to be better. The Blazers just just simply weren't at a level that they needed to be tonight. Um, you know, hats off to them for making the adjustments and making it respectable. I mean, it was competitive, but god damn it, that that is a fucking heartbreaker. I mean, rip my heart out and stomp on it because that is exactly how it feels. You know, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying about not executing well. But at the end of the day, we had a chance to tie it with probably the most clutch player in Blazers history. And it, it, did, it didn't work out. He but... was mauled. Watch the screen caps. You can't armbar a guy's shooting arm. I'm just... Don't get me started on the officials, let alone what the Blazers said. I mean, that that was horrendous that they let that go at that point in the game. It should have – if Dame, Dame was getting ready to rise up, it should have been three free throws, but I digress. I mean, like, we were in a situation to score with our – like, the most clutch player. I'll take that ten times out of ten, man. This is a, this is a fucking beastly-ass team. We At least we were in a position. Because in game one, we were there was no no chance in hell that I thought we were going to win. Once I saw how we were playing. Game two, it was a heartbreaker. And that fucking sucks. But at least we were in a position to win the game. I mean, winning in away games is fucking tough. We, we, we've won games, and that's fantastic. But it seems like Golden State's power level is just so much higher than the teams that we played. And we just have to execute better. But I like the fact that we are still in it, and it really is time for us to handle biz at home. I mean, yeah, it's it's all on Portland's shoulders. They have to respond. They've already played two elimination games. You might as well chalk this up as an elimination game because you go down 0-3, not even against the Warriors. History says it's not happening. I'll say it right now. It's not happening if you lose game three. So the Blazers, again, they're going to have to play another elimination game. Um, they did a much better job on Clay Thompson, made him work for everything he got except for that third quarter run. Um, he was pretty damn quiet. Again, he was all right in game one. I think the, the media gave him too much credit. He was 10 of 24 for his 26 points. That, that's not great. Again, eight of 22 for 24 points tonight. The Blazers did a, a, a pretty damn good job there. I mean, it, it's, it seemed honestly, like he got biz off transition. Where yeah, we, it's hard. Yeah. I don't know why we have such a trouble of picking up in transition. It, you don't have to pick up your exact man if it's between Dante Jones and Clay Thompson. You got to pick Clay Thompson to stop. I would much rather give up the two than a wide open three to the, like the second best shooter 
you know, in the playoffs. You know, what, what I thought was kind of the backbreaker, you can't let Steph Curry, who rarely drives the ball, get 11 free throws. Mm-hmm. He was fouled three times shooting a three. I understand how deadly he is. He's going to make every fucking free throw. So just let him shoot the three. Like, we cannot give up free points at the line. And it felt like every time we fouled him, it was just, it stopped our momentum. We would, oh, get yeah. a, we would get a three and we would give it right back. That that has to stop. You know, overall, Golden State put up 27 at the line. We only got there 18 times. Uh, probably should have been there more, to be honest. I mean, Damian Lillard dives to the ball. Looney lands on his shoulder. No call. Um, I think the refs really swallowed their whistles in, in the fourth quarter. And, you know, honestly, it would have made the difference. So, yes, in that case, you know, the Blazers needed to execute better. But they were still putting themselves into position to get some mm-hmm. calls. And, you know, unfortunately, that that didn't happen. Um, what did you think about Myers being inserted? In the first half, I thought it was a little. Premature. Like, I would say reckless, um, premature, um, unnecessary. Zach Collins is on a really good postseason. I, I don't understand why you're hiding him on the bench. Now, granted, Zach had one of his worst games uh, of the playoffs, you know, picked up five fouls in eight minutes. Um, but Zach had earned his rotation. So maybe that, that threw him off. I will say in, you know, the third and fourth quarters, Myers redeemed himself. He was big. Between- I mean, he was he was abysmal um, in, in the first half, missing assignments and especially committing too early, leaving to lobs. But the bottom line is the Blazers cannot beat this Warriors team going super small. There has to be mm-hmm. a center on the court to rebound the basketball. Ennis Cantor looks like he is going to be severely limited in, in in this series just by the way they attack the pick and roll and – Draymond Green seems to be kind of getting under his his skin when he gets the ball on the block. I, have, I think it's happened three times, and Draymond's forced to turn over three yeah, times. Yeah, so just stripped it. That really removes a huge asset that Portland has. And if they're going to trap, we need players who are going to be able to make shots um, and finish in the paint. Myers is athletic. He you know he hit that big three to put us up eight. Um, you know overall. I thought he played well, and this could be his his series. I mean, he's going to have to hit threes. He's going to get looks. But ju- it, it just crushes me to see that we shot 18 of 39. That's 46% from three, and, and we still didn't get it done. It's it's just almost like you don't know what else you can do. Because I pointed out all those mistakes, but mistakes do happen. I mean, nobody plays a perfect game of basketball. And I thought Portland played extremely well, and at the end of the day, it still was enough. So to me, that's that's really disheartening in the heat of the moment. Hopefully, they take the day off and kind of let it go because you have to protect home court. You know, the series does not start until the opposition wins on the other team's home court. And my buddy texted me and was like, you know, it's over. We have to win four or five against the Warriors. And it's like that. That's correct factually. But if you approach it like that, you're not going to succeed. You cannot look at it like we have five games left. We have to win four of them. You have to look at it like we have games three and game four back in Portland. Let's handle business and let's make it a three-game series. You know, a lot of people thought it was over after Denver stole game four from us. Absolutely. We thought, oh, shit, now we have to win another game in Denver. We haven't won in Golden State yet. We played them tough. You know, my prediction was Blazers in seven to start the series, so I knew we would have to get to that point. Um, honestly, you feel better 
going into a hypothetical game five, if you can take two in a row at home rather than splitting the first four. So, you know, the series is long from over. However, it really depends on Portland's mental makeup. Mm. And we really need Dame to lead that charge. Like, we can't throw in the towel. We, I mean, to work so hard without Ennis Cantor or without Yusuf Nurkic, without Ennis having a shoulder, I mean, Rodney hindering his knee, it seems pointless now to just throw in the towel. Like, you have to basically lay it all on the line. And if Golden State just beats you because they're better, so be it. But I need to see better effort than I saw in game one. And we, when we were previewing the series, I was like, I think game one might be a feel-out game, but I don't know if Portland can afford to have a feel-out game against this team. And, you know, unfortunately, we basically handed them a game. And I will put a little bit of blame on the schedule makers. I think it's a little reckless to make a team go seven games and then get one day off to, to play a conference finals. And we're not getting any extra days off this series. Like, why did they give us so much time off during the regular season? And now they're trying to condense the postseason. It, it just doesn't really make a whole lot of a lot of sense to me. And I think Portland was really punished for going seven games. And, you know, game one is essentially when we started the series down 0-1. That's kind of mm. how I feel. The lack of rest is really, really weird. I feel like if they had more rest in between, the games would be better and better for the NBA in that way. It's not like we're competing with any other... I mean, I guess baseball, but you can watch baseball whenever the hell you want. It's a very open game where if you've missed a few innings, it's all good. Like, right now it's basketball time, and we get taken advantage of because we played a long series. But it is what it is. We have to deal with it. Man, did we waste a Seth Curry, Seth Curry uh, ceiling game? No, no, I, I think he's up for the, for the challenge. Um, he was doing work with those quick hands on steals too. Like he, he had one really embarrassing mistake, but he, he played really well. Yeah. Um, Portland's, and I tweeted this out, Portland is going to watch that tape and they're going to kick themselves. I mean, we talk about Seth Curry on a fast break, not pulling up for the three, Seth Curry throwing it away when when no when we get up five and have a little bit of space, and then Ennis Cantor on the break in the first quarter for some reason decided to pump fake and gets it sent back. Like those are points that you cannot get back. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you have rebounds again that Portland can't come down with, and they're leading to Golden State. You know points. There was a lot of opportunity here. The, like opportunity was knocking, and we let it in partially, and then we just kicked it out. Um, you know, I, I don't care that it's the Warriors. You're up eight with about four to go. You got to close that door. Um, just, it's just frustrating. I think Terry Stotts realizes that he can't go super small. So do you do you see do you see Myers and Zach having more PT than? Cantor, because I I really don't think this is Cantor series. I mean, like, OKC and Denver were more of his style of play. This is where we need fleet of foot to to close out and then run back for the rebound and stuff. And I don't think that's Cantor's game. So you, do do you see Zach and Myers taking most of those minutes? 
I mean, Myers almost did. Myers played 17 minutes. Ennis only played 19. Um, it's just going to be a tough series for Ennis. I mean, I think you you can start him out. I mean, Terry's not going to change the starting lineup. I think we can put that put that in stone and and throw that topic put that topic to bed. But unfortunately, you know, Zach just never. Zach is the the prototype to stop this team. Yeah, for what we have. I mean, Nurkic is the prototype. I mean, he destroyed this team in Oakland. I mean, that was the big reason we were able to win that game in the regular season. But Zach is is our best defender, and he's able to, to help but also get back. Golden State has to know that Portland's going to continue to play ag- aggressive. And I, I would just say if you're Terry Stotts and the Trailblazers – don't be so concerned that Steph Curry is going to shoot the ball. He was only 4 or 14 from downtown. When you're extra concerned, it leads to fouling him, 11 of 11 at the line, and it leads to hockey assists. He finds Dre, the, the secondary help comes, Dre throws the lob. Mm-hmm. Those backdoor Portland, cuts were Portland's brutal. defense severely broke down in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't state that enough. The amount of layups they got after we made tough buckets just were basically gut punches because we're working so hard. You know, maybe we're scrambling. Seth, it's a three. And then Draymond Green is running down the lane for a wide open layup. And and I get your gassed a little bit. But again, you're in the Western Conference Finals. You have to find a way to get a stop or, or make them make a tough shot. So Portland will definitely not drop like they did in game one. But I don't think they need to be as aggressive. In, in game two, just, or in game three, excuse me, because it just leaves the, the middle way too open. And unlike the Blazers, Golden State knows how to throw a lob. I mean, that's, that's one thing I really want to see the Blazers get better at. We have bigs who can catch and finish. It's there, especially when teams are doubling and tripling our, our ball handlers up top. Could you imagine what it would be like to see Dame throw a lob to a cutting Zach or shit, Myers? Like we got bigs that can jump, man. It, it, it's a damn shame that Evan Turner seems to be our one competent lob threat. So game three, pops is in the house. Do you think pops and the family, the Haas family magic, is going to lead us to the victory? That's the only reason I'm betting on the Blazers this game. <laughs> the fucking only reason. Oh man, it, it's crazy because. Do you act the same way around your parents yes. as you yes. do? Okay. okay. Absolutely. God damn. <laughs> you know. <laughs> My mom gets it from me. That's fucking awesome. We probably should break down game three a little bit better than Pops. Pat Pops magic. No, that's it. That that's it? <laughs> I mean, can we get Damian Lillard some fucking shots? 16 attempts, Sage. I'm pulling out my 16 attempts. Like, I I don't understand why we're letting Evan Turner run an offense or or we're we're giving shots to other – this dude is our best player, the reason we got here. And and I get it. He had 10 dimes, two turnovers, fantastic floor general. But if he's going to play 43 minutes, which he did – uh, he just has to put up more than than, than sixteen shots. Right. I mean, CJ took twenty three, and I, I'm not blaming CJ. I'm, let's just throw that throw that out there. But 
they, they usually do a really good job of, of feeling out who's hot. And, and I just didn't get the sense that Dame was going to get the ball down, down the stretch. Um, you know, he was getting to the line a few times, like five of 12 from three. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, hindsight, but I, I felt all along watching that game was like Dame needs more shots. The only other guy that I was like, we could probably get more looks is Seth, Seth Curry. Curry yep. I mean, I, your best player needs to shoot the ball more than 16 times. Yep. The starting five. Do you think Golden State already downloaded them? I think we downloaded ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really tough when it's Damon CJ and, you know, it's not Ennis' series, and mm-hmm. that's fine. He's a warrior. He's he's will always be a Blazer legend for for this this performance, this postseason performance. But it's a bad matchup, so so we understand that right off the bat. But man, we got to get some more uh, something uh, in the bank. I know I know Stotts really trusts his team and lets them play free flowing. But if I see Alfred Camino try to take Draymond Green one on one again, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. What about like in the fourth play of the game where he gets the rebound and just fucking one on ones it the entire way on Draymond and then gets a charge called? That's yeah. I was what? yelling pass it to a guard, pass it to a guard, pass yes. it to a guard. Every Blazer fan is saying pass the ball, but yet Terry Stotts is like, no, you can do whatever the fuck you want out there. I get giving players freedom. I really do. I think it's a great strategy of like being a good coach is finding out what you got but there's times and places for you to i i know you think you can take him one-on-one but we need to get this ball to a guard because you isoing it on three people isn't gonna work most of the time like not even dame does that but we had chief who is okay at best at dribbling, trying to take it on an all-world defender. It, it, it It's not going to lead to a good, fr- frustrating game, but we were in positions to win, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I mean, it sucks. You look at the box score. You have five Blazers in double figures. I mean, it was a team performance. I think on most nights you probably win, but. Golden State's a different, different beast. Yeah. And in the playoffs, sometimes you just need that guy to carry you. And I don't think the Blazers had that one guy that they could depend on. Yeah, I mean, at times it was, you know, Dame was really quiet in the first quarter. Then he, like, had a lot of big threes and put the team on his back. CJ was hot early and Seth kind of carried us late. But just felt like we needed, you know, a little bit more. I would say I would like to see a little bit more Mo Mo Harkless. I mean, it was a second straight game. He's had a really strong shooting night. Um, he had 12 points on four of seven shooting, hit both of his threes that he attempted, but he's only getting 23 minutes. And I guess it's part of the, I guess part of it is I don't think Terry Stotts has settled in on a five that's going to work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's found that yet. That to me is going to be a key to game three. What's our game? What's our, what's our five? Maybe not our starting five, but what's a five that we can roll with for a 12-minute stretch over the course of a third and fourth quarters? And finish we, the game with. Against Denver. Yep. Where Where is it now? Because it's Dame, CJ. The tough part about playing Seth is that you go really small, and who's going to be your big? Who, who's going to be your forward and center? Mm. Like four or five, Portland has not figured out. So um, 
you know, Jordan Bell and Kevon Looney should not be having the type of impact that they're having. Absolutely not. But Portland's going to have to find their big. You know, I, I do think it probably could be Myers. Um, maybe you try Myers and Zach. I mean, I, I don't think you're going to get too much lost on the defensive end. I mean, if anything, you're going to get more size. Um, both players can shoot a little bit. So mm. I just look at the rebounds and I felt like the game was, was lost on the glass. We have, we had 37 boards. They had 50. I mean, that, that, that's just a tough pill to swallow because that was the, the recipe that Denver really put out there. And it's understandable that it's going to happen when, when Ennis Cantor is you know 30 feet away from the hoop and Myers Leonard is doing the same on, on that pick and roll, but other guys have to gang rebound. And I, I, I know they're gassed. I know it. You know, I know they're they're running on fumes. They're running on adrenaline right now. And you know, I, I commend them for the effort that they're they're putting out there. But the only way we are going to win is if our our guards gang rebound. Absolutely, we, they have to crash the glass. I mean, they had to crash the glass in Denver. It's not going to be any much different. They have no. to. They have to get boards. They have to get boards in this situation. Though those those. Offensive rebounds that lead to kickouts are murder. They are straight killers, and we can't we can't handle having them just feel confident about getting the rebound, kicking it to Claire, Seth, Steph, and uh, and, and get an easy three. I mean, we have to sacrifice fast break points for rebounds. Yeah, and I would also say, like, you know, Seth Curry had four steals. I really liked how he played on the defensive end of the floor. So, you know, you want to keep him keep him out there. And maybe instead of playing Dame, CJ, and Seth, Terry does a better job of rotating those guys. You know, Dame and CJ played heavy minutes, 43 and 39 apiece. Uh, I don't know if Rodney's knee is limiting his playing time, but he had another strong outing, uh, 12 points on 50% shooting, but he only got 21 minutes. Um, it's just it's tough when Portland has too many guys that are are one trick ponies out there. And mm. what I mean by that is you really like the fact that Evan Turner's switchability on defense, but he kind of murders you on the offensive end yep. of the floor. Yep. You need to be good two ways. And Not- I mean the problem with Seth is he's short and small, and then our guards are small, and then we're just going really small. And I mean, Clay Thompson is six seven. Like, there's beef on that. Sean beef. Livingston six eight. Yeah, beef, beef, and then long ass arms. So we're competing, and basically it means we have to box them out perfect every single time to get those rebounds and its stuff. It's crazy. I'm thinking Blazers will win only because Pops is in the building. That is the only reason I'm predicting the Blazers. Like, if you're going to the game, be loud. I, I know it, it's hurts like a motherfucker right now. I honestly didn't even want to re- record, but you kind of have to gut it out, and the Blazers are going to have to to gut it out. So if you're going to be at the game, if you're going to be outside, you're going to be watching it, cheer your fucking ass off. I mean, we, we need this win. I mean, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The first home Western Conference Finals game in 19 years. So relish that. Let's get a victory. Let's start feeling good about ourselves. Let's all we need is one. Mm. All it takes is is one game. You're not going to win the series on a single shot in a quarter or a game, but you can start. And I think Portland put together. If Portland can have the right mindset, 
they can say, okay, we can play with this team. Kevin Durant is not going to play the rest of the series. Yep. I will guarantee that. I will take that to the bank. He will not play. He's already ruled out through game four. But now the reports are starting to creep out that it's it's worse than they thought it initially was. And that's obvious to anybody who saw the injury. Kevin Durant is not going to be there. Neither is DeMarcus Cousins. Not for this series. Yes, Steph and Clay are incredible and they move the ball fantastic. But you played well with them on their home court. You have to be mentally mm. to be mentally strong. I mean, that's really all all it's going to come down to because both teams are incredibly talented. You're not in the NBA if you're not talented. But what separates good from great is upstairs. And Portland has got to be locked in and just know one game at a time. We're coming home. Our fans are going to be loud. Let's put some pressure on the Warriors. I say we win. Just we need to. I'll be I'll be watching the game in Southern Oregon with the fam. So hopefully the fam combo gets us this win. Uh, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Himalaya Podcast, Nothing But Net Radio. If you're listening right now, you're a real one, and we will be back after uh, after game three. Peace out, everybody. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Later, bud. Wherever you may be, this is Bill Shinley. Good night, everybody. Let's go! Let's go.